podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Jesper De Jong. I'm Henry Laksa. I am Francisco Segundolo. And you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Ah, welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are. It's the big one everybody has been waiting for. And it's the top three qualifiers to watch in the French Open. Uh, and sorry about the ticker at the bottom. Uh, Skatov isn't the best player in the world. He's unfortunately out of this uh, tournament already before he even made it through to the real tournament proper. So sorry, Skatov. We won't be seeing you at Roland Garros, mate. Uh, maybe next time. Maybe Wimbledon's the one for you, mate. But we all know what it is. It's the qualifiers to watch, so we all know what's going to be happening tonight. It's a GG PowerPoint special presentation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, mate. And they get better every time, don't they, these uh, presentations? So I'm expecting something big from you this time. Not really. I'm looking at it now, and the game to love is off-center, which is very oh, annoying. Um, but I am very excited for this podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts of the year. It's qualifiers to watch. I feel it's the moment when Ben really exposes his lack of tennis knowledge. He picks some of these challenger players who he pretends to know about, tries to get the big one over me and ends up falling face first every single time. I've had the privilege of, well, from conducting the PowerPoint, of seeing all of Ben's picks prior. And I'm telling you now, they do not disappoint. They are shocking. There's some really bad ones. <laughs> I can't wait to rip rip, rip into them on this video. They're good um, for these ones. And the biggest thing for me is I'm really surprised Ben missed a special trick on the women's. There's one sort of standout name. Didn't oh. even include her. Uh, nah. I don't even think he knows who she is, to be honest. But let's nah. wait, until the, wait until we get to it uh, and see who this is. Indeed. Well, JG's got a few tricks up his sleeve. He said he's been studying the qualifiers for about two weeks now, been going <laughs> online, watching all their matches, just uh, really trying to get in depth, even going speaking to some of the families of the players, uh, just trying to find some in-depth analysis on who these players really are, what makes them tick. Um, I haven't had the same amount of time, unfortunately, oh, so to that, do is this that amount the research. Gonna, is that but, the angle you're going to take? It on doesn't this? mean that I'm not going to do better than him in this one. I don't think I can do worse than last time, which is obviously a uh, well, it's yeah. not much to say. I mean, but hopefully, I can do better than my selections from the Australian Open, which, as you know, it was scat of, but. He did uh, do all right against Gombos, but that was one of your uh, qualifiers to watch. So he did go out to him, which was annoying for me. Hopefully, we'll have somebody who goes a little bit further for me this time. But I am sort of taking a punt on some players, I have to say. But that's just me, isn't it? I like a bit of a risk, a little bit of an adventure. Not so boring picking these players who are like, uh, you know... Oh, they're even already established. So let's well, exactly. wait and see. Uh, before we get into the PowerPoint, I was hoping Ben could share all of the qualifiers um, or even some of the matches as well, just so we have a little look on who is in the qualification. I know we've got uh, Mark yeah, in the live chat. How are we doing, Mark? He's we asking. Oh. 
uh, yeah, men's fine. It's saying, when do the qualifiers get to know who they will play against? I believe that will be tomorrow sometime yeah. after the final round of qualification. Correct. We don't know who they are yet. So that's why when, a... Ben's, ben, when Ben's saying we're taking a punt, I think Ben has picked some, or I know he has, um, in which they've still got another match to play. I believe I have yeah, as yeah. well on one occasion. You so have to, I think. It's a bit riskier. Yeah, I mean, I'll show you here. I mean, there's some of them that I like so much that so you can't not do that, I feel. Like, I, I feel a bit bad by just going, oh, I'm just going to pick all the ones that are already through. No, I'm going to have to take a punt on some. So as you can see here, on the uh, men's side, we've got Offner knocking out Gianessi. Sad yep. to see an Italian fall by the wayside. This one was quite an interesting one. Nuno Borges, we've been speaking about him a lot. He will be in the main draw. He knocked out Piros from Hungary. Rodriguez Taverna, I know you're pretty big on him, mate. Uh, yep. He knocked out Kuzminov, the Bulgarian. Kubler threw, Zepieri threw. Is, it, is that you trying to dig and see which which name I have? Because you don't actually have a clue, oh. do you? No, no, I have no idea. So anyway, going down, we've got, uh, I thought Agamemnon might have done a bit better. Unfortunately, yeah. out to Kola. Uh, and the, the, the match of the day, which I alluded to earlier, Sabata Morales versus Luca Nardi. For me, I thought this one was a real close one. I couldn't really call it. So, uh, so Batman Morales showing his experience, I feel, in that one. Yeah, I probably would have had Luke Canardi in there. I do. I'm thought. quite a big fan of him. But yeah, yeah. Get to see it, so. mm. And that's the ones who actually have qualified. Uh, do you want to go to the women's next? The ones who actually have qualified. Let's have a look yep. at them. We've got Zoo. There, knocking out Kuzmova. Kuzmova, I think I had my last qualifiers to watch. So, luckily, she's out. So, I don't pick her again. I was considering Zoo as well. Krunich is through against Yani. We got Noskova against Sramkova. Buxa, uh, that's quite a, good, a really good matchup, that one, against Siegmund. Real tight one to call. Uh, she was the underdog, came through there. Niemeyer going through with a bagel and a breadstick there against Uch, uh, Uchiyima. We've got Bonaventure uh, going through in straights. Vekic, very close match. She had a couple of close matches in the qualifying. Didn't she? she went through against yep. Chirico in the last round. Now she's gone through against Gasanova, both in three sets. And then Barra Arena. Uh, well, we, I'm sure we both know Barra Arena very well. And uh, I'm actually surprised <laughs> that she's gone through. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of her. I've watched her several times. I don't think she's particularly great, but... Clearly had enough to get through the qualification. Uh, I think it's safe to say, spoiler alert, she's not included in mine. Yeah, so these are some of the other ones that are going to be playing uh, tomorrow or today, as it is now. And you can see here that it's like there's some real great players still left to play. Gomboss, one of your regulars against Van Rijnhoven. I really like uh, Van Rijnhoven as well. The Steve knocked yeah. out Juan Manuel Serendolo. Incredible. Up against Seng, not an easy match. That the the pick of the uh, sort of the round for me, or one of them is Varias, it's a very tight one, isn't it? Jarry, uh, Varias the favorite, which I'm shocked at because Jarry's beaten him on three occasions out of the four times they played. Cashing Kotov, another one which I'm torn between. I love them both. Yeah, I think that's an easy win for Cashing. <laughs> He's on a storming run right now, and Kotov. No, I, I like Kotov. That's well. a good pick. Yeah. Yeah, so we got Trunjaletti, Kuznetsov. Not many people talking about. No, Trunjaletti, yep. another one of your favourites. Masur, someone we've seen in person, 
Uh, great, really great tennis player. He he did well in the last round. I'm not can't remember who he knocked out. Do you remember? Or, I, I forget know. now, but it was quite someone decent. De Jong. Um, we got De Jong. Yeah, Jess, Jesper De Jong, someone I probably yeah. would have included. Uh, we got Rich Sard, you got Carabelli, and Sederusic Fratengelo. Saw Sederusic recently as well. We saw him live, didn't we, against uh, Gimeno Valero not too Seems long ago. Better since we saw him. Knocked out Kozlov and Vavasori, and now he's uh, one game away from the main draw. Yeah, I thought it was quite good. I think Jamino was just sort of schooled him on the on the day. Yeah. Um, but let's let's get into it anyway. This is the presentation time. You can play along at home as well. What how we're gonna do it is me and Ben have both selected three players on the men's, three on the women's for qualifiers to watch. And of course, we're gonna be watching them throughout Roland Garros to see how far our qualifiers go. Ben famously picked Scat off last year and he was terrible. Still in a match for a few months after he picked him I know as well. he was awful, wasn't he? I think we um, lost about six in a row after that tournament. I think I completely oh, jinxed him. Let's see if we jinx any more. So let's get into it. This is oh, look the look this. of the presentation oh. this year. A uh, bit of an orange glow. Went for the orange tint with the lines running oh. through. I did think at the time that the game to love looked good to the side, but the more I look at it, it does very frustrate me that I prefer that more central, but apologies. Maybe, um, maybe the text just slightly over to the right a little bit may have, I yeah. don't know. But it is what it is. It's a GTO job. Font. I think you've been doing too many presentations at work. <laughs> <laughs> What's this, Times New Roman? What is it? What have you gone with? Uh... Um, I forget what it is. It was one of the ones on the first page anyway. Oh, okay. Um, but let's get into it. So Roland Garros 2022 <laughs> qualifies to what? By game to love. There's a look, early compliment coming in there. SXM, <laughs> some beautiful PowerPoint presentation. That's it. So keep your compliments coming. No, in I want the baby. compliments for my picks, not the presentation. Oh. Well, right. you should have it for both, hopefully. Let's get into it, Ben. So men's qualifies to what? Oh, so that's where we're going to we start. We're going to start from number three. And I'm going to come to you first. We're going to have both graphics appear on the screen. Of course, you've not seen any of mine yet. So here no. goes nothing. This is GTL Ben and GTL JG's number three. Number three. Ah, oh, he's got them, my guy. No, I do that. But we've both gone for a risk here, it looks like. I've gone for the Russian Kotov. Uh, I've just been super impressed by him in recent times. I know that he's sort of, we sort of picked each other's favourites here, which is yeah. a bit of a weird one. You've got a big Kotov fan. I'm a massive Varias fan. I feel that they both are on sort of thin ice. They're both playing people they could lose to. Kotov against Kashin. Kotov, the reason I'm picking him, 23 years old. He's Russian. He's coming up through the ranks. He recently just beat Rodionov, who was on an absolute tear. And I thought, Rodinov's going to be the one I'd pick if he goes through against Kotov. Didn't happen. Kotov beat him. So now Kotov becomes my man. He was on an incredible run. He beat Tarrell Daniel, Elias Ema, Montero, Talon Griexpor, Pablo Cuevas, Fernando Vadasco, and he had break points early in the third set against uh, Richard Gasquet, but didn't manage to take them and lost 6-3. So his clay court credentials are there. Can he get past Cashin and can he get further in the main draw at Roland Garros? I'm not going to mock you. I think it's a great pick. It's someone I picked very many weeks on, on, on Beat the Odds. I know yeah. you know that I do like him quite a bit. Definitely. I feel it's a bit of a cheeky tactic employed by you because you know I can't really go against you because she is, he is sort of one of my men, one of my minions, one of the people I follow. <laughs> 
Um, and this is another guy who we both follow pretty equally. Uh, Juan Pablo Varillas. He beat Croatia's Duji and Jukic 6-2-6-1 to reach the final round. 26 years old, never been uh, in a Grand Slam before, which I find crazy. He always gets to the final stage or the second stage and yeah. always falters. And I think a lot of that is not because of his ability. It's more to do with his mental. I don't think he really... He, he struggles when it's a big occasion. We know he's one of the best on the Challengers Tour. He can wipe the floor with more or less anyone on the Challengers, on the clay. And he just it's just that next step. But I think he's a year older, 26 years old. And I listen, I think he's going to do it. He'll be the first Peruvian as well in the main draw uh, of a slam since 2008. So that would be great happens. for the country. And if he's there, I think he's going to be certainly very dangerous. He's got all of the credentials. I'm just worried about his mental side. And that's why I've got him in at number three. And of course, the fact that he's got to have a very difficult match against Jarry. Um but if anyone can do it, he can. I'm going to be cheering him on and he's my qualifier to watch. I mean, if he does draw someone uh, in that first round, I don't know if you've got a list of names of people who are playing qualifiers. Uh, that's the one thing I forgot no, to I do, but probably there probably can. is a few weaker, weaker candidates who I fancy Verilas to take out. Yeah, and maybe I'll I'll pull that up. I know that uh, Morgado had a list of the, the ones on there. It'd be interesting to see who they could potentially face as well. Yeah, let me just have a quick, quick look. Well, I'll let you that. do that. And while we do that, I'm going to go on to number two and I'll be speaking about my number two. So number two, this is going to surprise you, Ben. I've gone for Sebastian Offner. Um, it doesn't I don't think... surprise me. Does it? No, I think, I, he's been playing... I think he's been playing great. I think like beating Giannessi in that fashion is impressive. Yeah, I think. Yeah, for me, it wasn't because of the Giannessi one. Offner someone who's been on my radar for some time. I remember... Um, I forget exactly the match it was. This is a bit annoying. It was just after COVID. He'd come back and he was playing some playing a match. It was one of the first competitive matches back after the break. I was watching him and I was blown away by the level. I mean, this guy can seriously play. And the reason he's not played so much these last few years is because of injuries. He mm. has just been hampered by injuries. I think he can be so much higher than where he currently is in the rankings. And this could be a good opportunity for him. Um, in 2017... He qualified into Wimbledon, uh, which was his first Grand Slam appearance, and he got all the way to the third round. So he's already been in a in a, in a Grand Slam before and gone deep ish nice. uh, for, for a qualifier. Yeah, yeah. Five years and sixteen attempts later, the Austrian is through to his second Grand Slam main draw. So he's someone who's been on the tour for the last five years. He's not quite reached the heights. I think he's getting back to that form of when he broke through. And the tennis he's playing is extremely impressive. So, Sebastian Offner, watch out for him. I'm glad you didn't pick him uh, because I think that's a real steal I've got there. <clears throat> could well be. Who knows? He's only 26 years old, so could be the best part of his career yet to come, like you said. And if he's coming back from injury, oh, I can only wish him the best because you don't want to see somebody not reach their full potential yeah. on the tennis tour. Somebody, this one's a little bit of a punt that I've gone for on this one. And I know that this one I'm going to get criticised for. Uh, I just got that feeling. Zepierre, uh, he's only 20 years old. Uh, it reminds me of a young scatter from the Australian <laughs> Open. But Do you like I the photo feel, of him? <laughs> I know. He's got like, I like the fact that both of them, we've got this guy, he's got the biggest head, and then you've got this guy with this, just like his full body. But... Uh, at least we've got two photos. That's the main thing. At least, hopefully, it's the actual people. Uh, <laughs> but his hair's out a bit at the side as well. Could tidy that up. 
Um, Zeppieri, a fantastic young Italian hopeful as well. Clay is definitely his surface. Uh, just recently, he, uh, well, uh, oh, let me just find it here. I've got it here. Uh, Pete Jack Draper in Rome. No, nah, but no, I'm not talking about that. The, the, main, one, win, the main win is Molcan. That, I think the Draper's bigger, man. No, I don't think so. I think J- Draper's big, but not on the on the clay court. I think Molcan, he'd be okay. crazy. Uh, and then all of his qualifiers so far have been, uh, well, he's beaten Seppi, as we know. He can. He's a previous, well, good player at a grand oh, he's slam. prevented him from that incredible run, which dates for like 15 years of going to every grand slam, which he's now missed out on. You've got Feliciano Lopez, yep. a sim, another player who's missed out on it. And they're two players who didn't get wild cards into the event and they're missing out on a grand slam because they've moved down the rankings. Yeah. And I feel pretty sad for them, to be honest. But it is what it is. I think it's a coming of age. Yeah, really. Well, yeah, it has to be. I mean, there's only so so long that they the guard. Yeah, definitely. And Zeppieri, he beat Seppi comfortably, straight sets. Koppel as well. We know uh, Marius Koppel has a massive serve as well, and he managed to beat him comfortably in straight sets. And then uh, an interesting, uh, it was just sort of a lower ranked French guy, Quenin. He managed to just do the same to him. So he's won all of them just with like one break of serve. Straight sets wins throughout his qualification. He did just recently play Hatchinov in uh, in Rome. Uh, it was the same story. He lost Easy in straight loss. sets, but yeah. it was the, a one-breaker set. But it shows he's least played higher-ranking opposition. He has beaten, obviously, like those other players. Molkan, the one for me, which stands he's out. Now. He's clutching at straws. I don't know. I think... I think but listen, no, no, I'm not going to dismiss it. Zepierre is someone I've been following for a bit. I do like him. I think he's too young. And it's too mm. soon. I would not be picking him for this. Uh, it well, depends where who's this. up against. I think, no, I don't think he's got. He's not quite at the level of a sort of a grand slam. He's still trying to. I think he's building into his body. I don't think he can handle most players who would be pitted up against. I don't know if you had a look at some of the potentials, but well, there's yeah. not a name for me. Them? Yeah, give me give me a name. Okay, so from first section, you could be up against Schwartzman. <laughs> that would be a terrible. <laughs> no <squad>. chance. <laughs> Felix. No. Karatsev. I don't think so, even him. That's what I'm saying. And Offner, I think, can take on Karatsev right Tabio? now. I'm not sure if... No, I'm not sure if Zepieri can. I think it's a good pick, but I think it's a little bit too soon. It's a risk. I, it's I a like risk. Zepieri next year or the year after. But I'm going to let you... Um, that's, listen, you may, you may be... It might be a stroke of genius from you, Ben. I mean, it's, a, it's a real risk going... I'm banking on youth to maybe step up on a big occasion. But you could have potentially... These are some of the other people you could play if you're a qualifier. Botic van der Zandstrup. It's another tough one. <laughs> Zverev. <laughs> uh, this is probably a better one. Michael Moe. <laughs> I think that's a I good still, one. I still, yeah, Michael Moe's the benchmark, but I still think Zempieri is Taylor Fritz. gets beaten. He what gets beaten by him. Let's Dennis move on Kudlow. to number one, Ben. I'm not going for any more of these names. Zempieri's, right. I think it's uh, he's, he's the least favourite pick you've picked so far. I think he's great, but it's too soon. Uh, let's look at the next one. So it is number one. Over to you first, Ben. Who is it? Number one, it's Zabata Morales. We've seen him around the tour. He's been doing big things. He obviously recently he beat Carlos Taberna, as we know. Yep. Fantastic clay cup player. And uh, Federico Correa as well, both in Portugal. And then he's obviously defeated Nardi. That was one of the big things. We just spoke about it. I thought Nardi was going to be in this main draw. I've been really impressed with him. 
Uh, he defeated Elias in the round before as well. He's not had an easy qualifying. He's had Elias and Nardi. That I think that's a mean qualifying uh, rounds to have. And he's got through. So I think he's got, uh, he's like a wise head. He's only 25, but I feel like he's been there. He's done it. And if he comes up against somebody, or if he comes up against like a Michael Moe or someone like that, I think he'll probably beat them. I think he could even mm. beat the likes of somebody like potentially like a Hatchinov or even maybe Ooh. like a, I don't know. There's people in there I think he could beat for sure. Schwartzman. Schwartzman's next level, man. <laughs> Come on. You can't say <laughs> that. Jao Souza. What about Zabata Morales Zverev? Mate, Zverev's next. You know, these are talking top five players. Well, listen, Lucas I'm going to put Queen, one in there, then. My number one can take them all on. It is Nuno Borges, the 25-year-old from Portugal. I'm a massive fan. I think he's Same. great. I knew he's you'd been playing some well. good stuff. You didn't know he was going to be my I could put him on the one. thumbnail. That's how much I knew you'd pick him. Well, you did know. You was right to, to suggest that. The thing I, I'm so impressed with is the guy he beat in the round before. It would have been someone I would have had in here, no doubt, probably a number three or two. It was Piros. Uh, we know he's a junior Grand Slam champion. I think he's so good, Piros. If you don't Amazing. know about him, I highly recommend watching. He can beat a lot of big players. And guess what? He lost to Nuno Borges, and he beat him in the second and third set, 6-2, 6-1. I mean... I am right. very impressed with Nuno Borges. Uh, there's a lot of stats. Um, you can see in the match today, 18 aces in today's match, um, wow. which is pretty incredible on these clay courts. Just, just, just to see that he's able to hit 18 aces, that just shows that his serve can be very scary in these conditions. And the last one I've got here is his drop shots. You don't realize his drop shots are extremely underrated um, he generally has insane mental strength as well, which I think is something very important in these sort of Grand Slam events, mm. especially Roland Garros. And the reason I say that to support it is he's 10 and 3 in three setters this year, including five comebacks from a set down. So how's that for research, Ben? When he goes down a set and down a break, there's a good chance he still comes back and wins the match because he has a winner's mentality and he never knows when he's done. And I think what better 25-year-old to pick than Nuno Borges, who has all of these attributes, coupled with the fact that he is quality on the clay courts, with a point to prove in his first Grand Slam. Listen, he's winning He's winning the whole thing. Beats Zverev, yeah? Watch out, Alcaraz. <laughs> Watch out, Nadal. Nuno Borges is coming for all of you. Well... He's been to three sets in every single one of his qualifiers so far. So if he does that against the likes of Zverev and all those people, I think he'll be in a real uphill battle. He'll probably go down two sets, I think, if you're up against one of them. <laughs> so this is the thing. He's able to find a way to win in the face of adversity. And I do admit that his route has not been an easy one. He's played yeah. Fabiano, Melangeli, Alves and Pirlos. They're not easy players so it's the same Borges. with Sabata Morales though he's played Elias and he's played Nardi you've got uh, yeah. Pirlos and Melangeli Alves I think that they're it's all similar. good players yeah, yeah so good. I feel that but maybe Sabata Morales just got through in a little bit easier way but you never know who you're going to be up against there are two qualifiers who will play each other in the first round as well maybe these are the two players who will be facing each other in round well, one listen, of last Gals. year we got to see uh, both of our number ones face it off i had gone boss you had scat off 
I want to give a notable <laughs> mention to Gombos because he was very close to being included in mine. Uh, um, I'm a bit disappointed he's not in there, to be I, fair. I, 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 was, I was nearly going to pick him just for Vance, to be fair. No, I wasn't actually going to pick him. So I thought you was going to as well. So that's why I left him off. But yeah, it was pretty good. We both picked completely different players, which is quite strange considering there's not that many qualifiers. No. Um, but it just shows you me and Ben on different sides of the tennis spectrum. We both have our favourites. And ultimately... Let's see. If this is the matchup, we get to see Borges Zabata Morales. I have a feeling it's going to be, I'm going to be cheering on Borges all the way. Going to be a close one, that's for sure. All right, let's move Ooh. on to the women. So women's <laughs> qualifiers to watch. So we've got the orange background of Roland Garros. This is um, where it gets a little bit more interesting. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's start with number three. Over to you, Ben. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Three, here we go, and we've got well for me number three, it is Nastasia uh, Maliana Shunk, and the reason I'm picking her, this one I'm going out on a limb, 19 years of age, uh, and she's from Germany. Recently, she got to an ITF final on clay, and she did recently play Ribakina. And had very close two sets with her. I believe she went to a tie break in one of those sets. So I, I'm impressed from what I've seen from Shunk over the short time that I've seen her. And I've seen her name popping up in a few tournaments. Why not? Going out on a limb. I did it Zepieri on the men's. Shunk's my youngster on the, on the women's side. I'm going for a bit of a punt for my number three. Yeah, it's a bit of a punt, probably heading straight out, considering you've picked her. And these two are some bulky <laughs> women. I'm looking at them there. <laughs> We've got Shunk and Niemeyer. They're some big, they're She's stacked got some women. bigger biceps than us put together, yeah, mate. They're That's powerful. Not... We've got SXM saying Niemeyer's more buff than JG, definitely. <laughs> uh, and Ben combined, I think. I think the, so. The right. reason I'm picking uh, Niemeyer... Um, I think she's just been great in the qualifying. I think she's a young prospect, very exciting. And out of the whole qualification, she is the player who dropped the fewest uh, games. So she's only yeah. dropped seven games over three matches, which for me instantly makes me start thinking, oh, this girl's playing pretty well already on the surface in Roland Garros. She also obliterated Mayuko Uchiyama, 6-love, six 6-1 six in only 51 minutes. Um, and it's going to be her first Same Grand man. Slam main draw. <clears throat> I think she's great. I think she's a really good sort of talent for the future. And um, yeah, it's just a great story, really. Um, the, the best part about it is um, she's she's lost in the final round of qualifying in the previous three slams, including a loss after holding two match points in the final round of Wimbledon last year. So she's been Sad. knocking on the door for the last three and just struggled to get it over the line, even when she had match points at Wimbledon. I think now's her time. She's getting wins together, and I think she's a good pick to definitely include in my top three. I definitely agree, mate. I think it's a very good pick. Right, so moving on to number two. Ah, I'm not surprised uh, this person's <laughs> popping up. in Another person I put... Are you just picking everyone I put on the thumbnail? What's going on? No, like, I didn't I know feel, she was on the thumbnail. I feel like I'm just... I've popped everybody on the thumbnail in knowledge but already. How did you know I had Vekic then? Mate, I can read it. See, this is what I mean. I Dude, why didn't you have Vekic? I don't know. I feel like going to three sets twice in the uh, qualification put me off a little bit. Well, she was Maybe. injured in the last one. So she was cramping up in that in the last one she had to get through. But she, she fought didn't. through the adversity. And I think it's only a little bit of cramp. I think she's going to be all right. A few ice, ice baths, I'm sure it can fix it. 
Yeah, maybe. Or maybe she's just prone to injury and she's not going to make it. And we will never know. We'll wait and see. Uh, Donna Vekic, I don't think she's the player that she used to be. But prove me wrong. She may well come good in this tournament. She's always good for a few rounds. I looked at her previous form, actually, from previous Roland Garros, and she doesn't do very well at Roland Garros. That's why I didn't pick her. So, Serenko, I went for. And uh, she's got a great record at Roland Garros, isn't she? Oh, you should see it. It's just like I like how you've gone for um, a bit of a smaller frame on your second pick. You've gone for (laughs) a bit of variety, (laughs) trying to cover all the bases. That's it. A bit of Ukraine. Support the Ukrainians right now. So yeah, Zarenko's a bit chunky. Tizarenko's a bit skinny. That's it. Who's Why number one? So... Well, exactly. The That's giant. It. She's th- <laughs> 32 years old. I went for 19 years old for my first pick at number three. Uh, she's won all of her clay matches so far this year, Serenko, apart from one which she just retired in against Tomjanovic. So I don't know if that one really counts. So, so I think she's always good for going through at least a, a couple of rounds, Serenko. She can turn it on when she needs to. I think that with the, what's going on in Ukraine right now, she's got extra drive and uh, hopefully no Svitolina. She's going to be flying the flag for Ukraine. Okay. Um, not a big fan of your other pick. I listen, all three of your women's picks, I'm not sure about whatsoever. I thought your oh, men's is. picks were better. Uh, Tezarenko would not have been in my top five. Uh, but fair enough. So what about Vekic then? What, yeah, I'll tell you a bit about Vekic. So, tell me it. Uh, Here she, we go. She, she stood a good chance of getting a lucky loser, if I'm honest. She didn't have to go through the qualification. She chanced it. She's a former top 20 in the world. So she knows how to play with the very best. She's got that experience. Oh she beat Gasanova, who's been playing some good tennis of late. I was watching her the other day. And 6-2, 6-2 in the final two sets. Just bringing that momentum into Roland Garros now. 25 years old. And has now earned her way into Roland Garros main draw 10 straight years. So she's been qualifying for Roland Garros for 10 years on the bounce since she's 15. This screams pedigree, class and consistency. She can easily get into Roland Garros. I know she's not done so very well. Well, not done great once she's got going there. But I think this is going to be her year. And Donna Vekic is going to surprise Ben and wipe that smile off of his face. I'd love to see these two face off, if I'm honest. Well, let's hope she I think does. Vekic takes her. Let's hope she does better than the last two years. That's all I can say. First round exit. Well, we've got Gene in saying Vekic isn't doing anything, JJ. Come on, washed <laughs> up. Listen. Feel like he's just picking it based upon looks here for JG. He's not doing anything else, to be honest. What's going on? You got Danilovic you as your number one, is it? Is that what it is? <laughs> I can tell already. I know what's going on in JG's camp. Listen, let's wait and see. I think Vekic is not a bad one. Do we have any? Do you want to tell us some places as well who who these women could be playing against? Let's let's have a quick look at that. Let me get the old Morgado up. uh, See what he's got going on. Yeah, it would be interesting to hear some names because I have forgotten who they are. Okay, right. So, Eager (laughs) could be playing Eager on Tech first round. Yeah, Kalanina, another dreadful draw. Uh, Next one would be potentially Yuvan. Rakimova. Vekic can take Vekic can take Rakimova. All right. Well, Collins? Maybe. I've not Vardy? maybe not. Maybe, yeah. I think she can take Vardy. I'm not sure about Tizarenko taking any of these. Put in Saver. She hasn't been beaten on clay this year. What are you talking about? Who? Serenko. 
Yeah, well, she'll be she'll get beaten this year. <laughs> Brangle, Brangle, <laughs> your your favourite Brangle. Yeah, Red Devil saying Donna's class. JG Jean's just kidding. I mean, she's a good player. Yeah, she's um, good. I did consider her, but is Brangle just... an option? Is she actually yeah. going to be playing the? Brangle's playing the qualifier. Oh, I don't mind that. Darius Savile would like to avoid Raducanu. Donald Vekic, Raducanu, <laughs> hear me out. I think Vekic does her. But uh, I'll tell you who definitely will do her. And now Andrew this is a big moment. I'm not so sure. Definitely not, actually. But maybe this this number one could shock a few people. For me, it was the stone wall decision. It was the easiest pick of the whole podcast. Easy. Out of the men and the women, this was the first name on the sheet. Um, I looked when Ben sent me it, he didn't include the name. I thought he clearly doesn't understand tennis. He's not looked into it properly. He doesn't know about the caliber of players. Nah. And I feel like he's missed a real gem. Oh. Uh, me saying all of that, do you know who I'm talking about, Ben? No, I don't. I'm sure you're going to put me out of my misery now and tell me who you're talking about. Come on, Well, JD. I did have a nice graphic where it flew in, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's not going to work because I've uploaded it. So oh, you have to just go with it. And number one is... <laughs> it is Noskova. They are absolutely incredible talent. I mean, it jumped off the page the moment I saw her there. Uh, I'm just shocked you didn't go for it, if I'm honest. And I've got a lot of things to say. So Linda Noskova, a successful no successful passage through qualifying, will see her become the youngest Czech player to wow. compete at a Grand Slam since Nicole Vedasova, 17 years old, at the US nice. Open. She's That's currently cool. 17 years old, 186 days on the first day of the tournament. Uh, she's also become the youngest woman to qualify for Roland Garros since Michelle Larcha de Brito, 16 years old. And also she won, listen to this, Ben, she won the 2021 Roland Garros girls single title. So you can Ooh. see her there with the trophy. She's already won Roland Garros as a girls champion. What kind of pedigree, what more pedigree do you want? She's just gone through and played extremely well in the qualifying. Ooh. And Noskova is the girl what got away. She's 17 years old and a massive talent. Watch out, eager. This girl is going to be a real star. And I'm calling her and getting in early with my number one qualifier to watch. Um, she's also one of 12 former junior singles champions in the women's single draw this year, alongside Kanepi, Cornet, Halep, Mladenovic, Jabur, Benchic, Kasatkina, Badoza, Goff, Fernandez, and Giacomo. So some big names who have gone the same previous route as Noskova. I see something a bit different in her. I was watching one of her sort of some highlights earlier, and I see a real star sort of power and something which makes me feel that she's going to do something special this year. And I would love to see her do something amazing and progress a few rounds. I mean, I'm not saying she's going to win it. She gets through one or two rounds, gets to a third round. That'll be a massive success for such a young girl. Really would. Uh, she's up to 185 in the world now. Seems he's like she's... done a bit of research. He's had to have a little look. No, no, I like it. I like it. Go, go for the, the youngster. Could backfire. We never know. Uh, but I wish her all the best. I've gone, well... JG's number three is my number one. Uh, she's served up five baked goods in the qualifying. Uh, Jules Niemeyer, 
Uh, she won the Zagreb Open. We just came from Zagreb. Maybe it's a sign that Niemeyer, she just won in April the Zagreb Open. And every match she has won in, uh, in straight sets. That, that, that's this year, except for one. But she still dropped the first set, then dished out two breadsticks in the next two sets. So when she wins, she wins convincingly. And it's almost like some eager score lines that are popping up in uh, Niemeyer's matches right now. I don't think that... Is Eager going to want to play Niemeyer? Is it going to be a battle of the bakeries? I'm going to ask you another question. If our number ones meet, who wins? Well, I think Niemeyer will win. I think Noskova has her. She played Blinkova well, the other day and beat two Blinkova in can straight play sets. She beat Sramakova oh, in straight sets as well. Listen, she's flying right now and has some great results. And she's only just getting going, beating Chloe Paquette, Jack Amott recently, uh, Jean Jean. You know, we've got Jean in the live <laughs> chat. We've got Jean Jean got here. Jean twice. <laughs> <laughs> Gene, Gene, in straight sets. Gene, Gene, do I don't think we've seen Noskova's big results. And that's why I'm getting in early. I think we're going to see something big here. She's going to draw a big name and beat her in the first round. What, eager? Not eager. Might be. I think I don't think these two together could be eager. Well, Andreescu? I don't think that big. I mean... Just someone Savile. like <laughs> no, a bit bigger than Savile. Uh Haddad Meyer. Yeah, like a Haddad Meyer. Coco Goff. I mean, she could do it. Noskova's got the ability. She's uh, young. Coco Goff. Huh? That's Battle of the Youngsters if she manages to get through there. I like it. I like the uh employing a bit of youth into your selections as well. Uh I like to see it. We like yeah. to see the youth of tennis. We are the future of tennis here on Game to Love. That's probably why we have included some young players. Neymar, only 22 as well, has to be noted. Yeah, I like Neymar. It's a good pick. Of course, it is my number three. Um, so I'm glad we both had her. Um, but yeah, that sort of sums up our qualifiers to watch for this year's French Open. Stay tuned with us to find out how far each of them go. Uh, and let us know in the live chat or on the comment section if you're not w- watching live. Who do you think has the better cluster of qualifiers on the men's and the women's? Um, I'm pretty confident that the men's is actually, I think it's pretty even. There's some good ones from both sides. I think in the women's, I obliterate Ben. I have the better picks. Uh, but let's wait and see. Only time will tell. you come up against, though. Come on. I mean, Only time will tell. Then, I mean, listen, if you've got a Noskova, she can beat anyone. Yeah, but what happens if Noskova goes up against uh, Eager? And then she gets knocked out like six four six if, four. If Nosko went up Nima, against Eager and takes a against set, Savile, and then imagine you're like, yeah, but she got more impressive. Yeah, exactly. It's going further in the competition. Money talks. Okay, but what we're going to we're, we're judge it just on common sense, like how well they perform. Well, okay, if Neymar, if that same reverse happens for me, I'll remind you of oh, this Oh, definitely. Comment. If Neymar takes a set, I think whoever, if any of our qualifiers <laughs> take a set of Eagle, you automatically win. That's true. It is true. And it's the same with on the men's. If anyone takes a set of alcohol, I want to see Neymar Eager though. I want to see the battle of the bakeries. Oh, Eager's gonna obliterate her. It's not fair. Surely not. Well, we've got Gene in saying men's JG, women's Ben. It's interesting. It's uh, interesting. And we've got Bahuma saying I'm predicting Zepieri in the men's and Nozka in the women's going the furthest out of all the qualifiers. Nice. I like that. One. Uh, well, let's wait and see. Uh, it's going to be happening very soon. 
Uh, Roland Garros almost upon us, and we're going to be here covering as much as possible. So make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to Game to Love to be updated when we go live for all of these future podcasts and watch-alongs. And of course, if you haven't already, hit the like button as well. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up because we're going to work tomorrow. But thanks for watching, and vamos, Noskava! Let's go! <laughs> Any vamos is for you? <laughs> vamos, Zapata Morales. <laughs> it's mainly Spanish. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.